What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back. I never do. We interview every job occupation A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Coach Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Paula Nowak. Now, Paula found her passion as a dog trainer and dog behavior consultant over nine years ago. After taking multiple classes with her own dogs, she realized that she might enjoy helping others develop the relationships like she had with the ones of her own dogs. Now, Paula has a lot to share with us here today. So, Paula, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. There we go. Paula, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling really good getting to talk to you about my passion. Very, very good. I'm very, very glad, too, because, um, you know, I only... I only had a couple of sentences there for your introduction, but um, your full bio was so interesting that I didn't even want to give it all away until I asked you the questions and you really, you know, got to diving in into how you got to the point where you are, because your story really is amazing. So let's go ahead and do this thing. Why don't we? Let's do it. All right, Paula. So why did you become a dog trainer? It took a while to get to this point. But ultimately, having that relationship with my dogs and seeing how others really wanted that relationship, I wanted to bridge the connection between the dog and the human by education. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, so and let's let's talk about the process, because the process was so interesting to me um, of how, you know, you just started off, um, you know, taking the classes uh, for your own dogs and uh, and then eventually going into, you know, the apprenticeship program uh, I saw in the bio. And, you know, just your journey is just very amazing to me. So can we can you really break it down? Sure. I'm going to go even before I got started taking dog classes, if that's okay with you. Perfect. So I actually worked in the corporate world as an administrative assistant and started getting into training uh, for a marketing company. And that really helped me to take that information and then apply it to what I do today. But that was where I started. And Mm. then I got some dogs, got too many dogs, didn't know what I was doing. And I started researching to take classes just to have fun with my dogs. I didn't know that people did this for a living as probably many of your listeners have no idea that it's actually a job you can make money at. And Mm -hmm. I started taking classes with my own dogs. And after I started to see what was happening in my own life, happening in the classes I was taking, I started exploring, well, how does this work? How does one get involved in um, actually helping people have relationships with their dogs and better behave dogs? Very nice. Very nice. And then uh, please like uh, really explain, you know, the um, the journey of, you know, like the um, apprenticeship program and um, like how you I know you own your own business now, um, like how you got to doing that. Sure. And I'm really excited to share this because I didn't know the path. I just kept going along the way. Um, I didn't know there's not Unfortunately, the 
dog training industry is not a regulated industry, meaning anybody in the United States and probably other countries can just put their name on a shingle and start offering that service, which is terrifying. Um, so there's different avenues. But for me, what I did is starting with where I was taking classes. I loved it there. I loved the instructor who was also the owner. And I just would hang back after classes and, and chat with her, get to know her. She didn't have a formal apprentice program when I first started taking classes. And then she developed it. So any opportunity she had to assist in a class, meaning you know, hands-on experience, helping other people, any um, workshop she offered, any books she recommended. I just took in anything she was willing to offer and anything she recommended beyond what she herself was offering to start gaining that knowledge of both head knowledge of reading and watching, but also some hands-on stuff by being able to assist in her group classes. Very nice. Very nice. And then how did that eventually lead you to, I mean, you, you followed this person, then how did that eventually lead you to owning your own business? And that's a little crazy. So after um, she felt like I was comfortable um, working with people, that was really important. You know, in dog training, you think, oh, you have to be good with dogs. But really, you have to be good with people because they're hmm. the ones who pay you. And um, you're actually, for the most part, in my way I do business is I'm teaching the person to teach their dog. It's rare that I'm doing all the training. It happens on occasion. Mm -hmm. But once she felt comfortable with that, she um, had me teach my own classes. And um, I loved it. I love connecting with the people. I did some private lessons that's one on one with people. And I just grew from there do, taking on more and more cases. And um, I actually was working my other job at the time. So I was doing both. Uh, they let me go along with 25 other people uh, decided they didn't need us anymore. So I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with my life? Hmm. And everybody else was like, duh, dog training. It's what lights you up. So hmm. I just went in all in. Um, I the first week that I was, quote unquote, unemployed while <laughs> doing my passion, I actually um, booked a multiple lesson package, which was a big deal. And I'd never done it before. Someone who wants to meet with me every single week. Uh, to work with their dog, which is amazing. And I was like, oh, maybe this is something I can do <laughs> as an actual job versus just a side gig. And uh, I just kept doing that. I kept learning uh, any opportunity to help more in the business, to do some social media. I just reached out for those opportunities. Anything that I was interested in, I had an, an amazing mentor and boss who I just said, hey, I'm interested in this. Could we try this? Sometimes it was no. Um, but I just kept saying, like, what lights me up? What do I enjoy? And that's what led me to um, her ultimately when she wanted to uh, get out of the business and retire to pursue more passions herself. She offered me the opportunity to purchase the business. And that was terrifying. But I absolutely love it. And it's been over two years since I've actually owned the business. And such a beautiful story. And again, like that, that journey right there was so amazing to me. It, ju it just jumped off the computer screen when I uh, first read it. So again, I love that story right there. Um, now, let me ask you this. So we're, we're going to go back even a little more. So what do you think are some childhood hobbies and habits that, that matriculated into who you became today? I love this question. It's probably one of my favorite questions. Um, because when you reflect back, Really, who you are as a young person is who you are. And so mm -hmm. I loved animals. I, was, I wasn't I was the kid always bringing them home, 
but I was definitely the person who was very compassionate for animals. I wanted to interact with them. And I also always wanted to educate others. So anything that I learned, even very young, I can think about, you know, when I was like 11 and 12 and I'd invite the neighborhood kids over to help me do something and we would do it together. It was just in my nature to help others. And I also really loved, um, and I hope my grandparents give this video to me one day, I love doing video and I do a lot of video and social media now. And I, I love being in front of the camera. And so that was something I did as a young person as well, is I would do little funny commercials and videos. And all of those things I did as a young person with the animals and helping people and uh, doing some of the video and some of that you know, media that we didn't have back then, I just do it now. And it's something I just love. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, your your childhood definitely uh, has all the hidden, you know, uh, hidden uh, secrets into who you will become uh, once you become older. And I really like that, you know, um, everything, everything will come together. Trust me, like who you are as a kid is how you stay. You All you do is get more mature. But um, essentially, that person who you were as a kid, all those uh, little hobbies and habits that you did, um, they all mean something and they all uh, lead to your purpose. So I really like uh, the fact that you, you know, pointed everything out right there. Um, let me go ahead and ask you this. What is an average day like for a uh, someone such as yourself? Well, there is no such thing <laughs> for me. Every day is different. Um, I tend to work, you know, five to six days a week, sometimes seven. And it's so different. And I took a while to get used to that coming from a corporate background where you go in, you know, in the morning and you leave at night. So that was definitely an adjustment. Um, each day I might have a in-person lesson. I might meet with somebody who helps me in my business versus just teaching others. Uh, I might get to do things like this, like a podcast or a TV interview. So every day is different and it's really fun, but it did take an adjustment because it wasn't in my normal day to day what I was you know, raised to do. And I just go with the flow and I enjoy it. And sometimes I even get to pause and play with my own dogs or go out to coffee with a friend and you get to make each day your own in this uh, way that I live my life. Very nice. I love it. I love it. You know, I do. So uh, I, I, I got to ask this. What do you enjoy the most about your work? What I enjoy the most is the people who really get it, who really want to connect. They want to understand where their dog or animal, because um, the way I teach any animal can really be taught, how that deep connection is made. And when they light up and they see it and then the dog gets it as well, that to me is more than any money. It's just seeing that transformation, that little click, that spark. Very nice. Very nice. Of course, I got to ask that that dreaded back end question of what do you enjoy the least? Oh, no, <laughs> there's definitely things that um, are negative um, and, and difficult. Um, I would have to say, aside from having some difficult clients here and there, it's definitely uh, the most impactful is that you're going to lose your clients, whether it's the human side uh, or the canine side. We develop relationships with our clients as if they're a family. And anytime we lose them, it's devastating. And I think that's the most challenging because I build my business as if um, we're family or friends. It's just a very tight community. Very nice. Very nice. I love that answer. I love that answer. So uh, let me go ahead and ask you this now. Uh, this right here is my favorite question. Um, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? I have to answer honestly, and it's no, because I wasn't great in school. 
I feel like I was um, a slow bloomer. So I'll, I'll share. I'm 40. And um, I I didn't really know who I was maybe, a, a, you know, 10 years ago. And every year I feel so excited to know new things. But I wasn't great in school. I think it definitely can help you in certain areas. The things that I was successful in was like public speaking um, and, and that's what I'm really good at now. And I did well there, but others, not so much. You can hire out for those things. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Stick to what you're good at. I like it. I like it. Um, let me ask you this right here. So, um, and you answered this a little bit, uh, when you, when, when I asked you, you know, uh, what, what you enjoy the most, but I'm going to go ahead and retouch on it. So what do you feel that your impact is? And by impact, I mean, like, what are you devoted to? What's your devotion? My devotion is definitely helping that communication between the human and their dog. I really want there to be understanding on both ends of the leash. I don't want it to be all one-sided while having a lot of compassion, understanding, and healthy boundaries. Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. And we are winding down to that last question. So uh, if there's just one piece of advice that you can give to somebody out there listening who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would it be? I would say find someone that you connect with that's doing what you want to do. Dog training, it can have so many different uh, shapes and sizes. You can train all kinds of things, service dogs or companion dogs like we do. Just find someone that you connect with and then start learning from them and offer to help them in any way that you are strong in. Very nice. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you, what an excellent, excellent, excellent interview um, that we got here today by Miss Paula. Uh, and Paula, if there's just any way my audience can reach yours, whether it's, you know, a website, social media, uh, maybe even a book, uh, go ahead and shout that out right now so that they can uh, go ahead and check you out. Absolutely. So on social media for the dog training, it's caninecountryacademy.com. We're really big on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Uh, So you can use the same handle for all of that. I also do a little bit of uh, business coaching myself. So it's just Paula Nowak on Facebook. Very nice. Very nice. I love it. I love it. And again, uh, what an excellent, 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 excellent interview. I could not have asked for a better interview from Paula here today. So I got to thank her once again. Um, Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Paula helped you find it here today. That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I 